0: So I was really, I mean, I was more than prepared for that workout. Uh, I think we did three variation of it in the barn. And I would say the three variation of we did in the barn was harder than the one at the games. So when I saw this workout, I mean, we know uh, it was muscle but We didn't know it was like ring, bar. And so at the barn, we did three of them. So the first one we did bar muscle, the second one we did ring, and the third one we did both. So, and we the pig flip was actually way harder in the barn. So when I flipped my first one on the field, I was like, Oh, this one is way easier than the one at on the barn, So I can go faster. So I was just feeling confident inside of the workout. And yeah, I wish I was with Pat on the last eve so I can race with him, but it is what it is.
1: <laughs> in partnership with the morning Chaka and part of the morning Up podcast network, this is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am your host and the Clydesdale. My friends are Amy Radowski, Charlie Odie, and Kat Shear. We are here to bring you the best interviews with the biggest personalities in the fitness world and CrossFit from all over the world. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star rating and write a review. It's such a big help to our podcast. And with that, we're on to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. RX Smart Jump Ropes, the best jump ropes in the business. Our title sponsor and such great support from them. You can get your RX Smart Jump Ropes by going to rxmarkier.com. At checkout, use Clydesdale 15, all caps, and you can get 15% off your order. Uh, you can buy jump ropes of any color, shape, size, uh, the handles, you can make those, whatever you want. You can get the cable at different weights um, and different lengths, depending on your height. So check it out at rxmarkier.com. Use Clydesdale 15 at checkout and you'll get 15% off your order. That does exclude new additions, new arrivals and special editions. But check that out, Uh, it's a great deal. In addition to that, they're also supporting our hashtag a 1000 If you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, and you have a public profile, every time we hit the century mark with subscribers, we're giving away a brand new RX Mercury Jump Rope. And Dave Newman, the owner of the company, has promised to throw in a couple extras uh, for that winner. So make sure you go over, subscribe, and uh, you have a public profile, and you may be our next winner. Up Before You Coffee. They are an amazing coffee. It is delicious, has different little notes of chocolate and things like that, Um, and it's really clean and crisp uh, when you drink it in the morning, Uh, but they have a light roast. Uh, They also have a medium roast, as you can see there. Um, We are so excited about the sponsorship. Uh, If you use Clydesdale 20, all caps, Clydesdale 20, you can get 20% off your order. Just go to upbeforeyou.com and uh, order your coffee. It's delicious. You'll love it. Well, hey, everyone. We have with us the 2020 10th fittest man in the world, Sam Cornier. What's going on, Sam? Not much. You guys? How are you? Uh, We're doing great excited to talk to you about your season yeah and so this year uh sam had to get down from canada and you came down early uh and spent some time in cookville but you had to leave your family behind because of the covid situation what what was that like
0: uh i mean just like you can imagine it was rough uh it wasn't – I mean, it was an easy choice for me, Sam the athlete, but Sam the dad was it was a hard choice to do because I left home. It was end of May, so I wasn't home for almost three months uh, because I prepped myself with the, at Cookville for the games. So Sam the athlete it was the easiest choice because just for, for my games prep, it was a bit, the better choice to do and it was like the easiest way to train. Uh, Sam the dad uh, was – a little bit harder and yeah. So so what does it look like when you're doing games training in Cookville?
1: Uh,
0: I, I think it's the best, the best thing that you can do for your games prep. It's, uh, we are a bunch of athletes there who competed the games and I don't think you can ask for a better place in the world uh, because everyone who is training there, we all have the same goal. It, is to win, so it's it's pretty. I don't say I don't. I mean, yeah, it's fun, but I would say it's pretty helpful to have those people with you every day to train with. Because when you're tired and in your game prep, and you still have one month of training to do and to and to go, it's easier for you to train and just get through it with those people on uh, on the side of you. It's because you know they're doing the same thing of you and they had the same goal. and it's like a big family there in Cookville. Everyone helped each other. If you have a bad day, everybody's gonna make sure that they're gonna do everything they can to help you. And that's why I think it's the best. It's so much easier and we love each other. we support each other and yep. So so Rich and,
1: and Taylor and uh, Andrea and Chase, they, they have one goal, right? It's a team thing. And then you and Royce and Haley, you have your individual thing. How much do you guys intersect in the training? And how much do you do kind
0: of alone, individual team? Uh I mean in training, I don't I will say it's it's not different for everybody for everybody because we all want to win at some point. So even if they're doing the team stuff and we're doing the individual stuff, we're still training at the same time, we're still doing all the same workout if they're doing like a team training workout, like if, let's say, like it's, I don't know, uh, one truster and chest bar. I mean, we're going to do barbell truster along with chest bar. So it's kind of the same tra- We all do the same training together. So it's, it's fun because we are just a bunch of people, just like I said, to train for the same goal and it's easier. Yeah.
2: Sam, do you get to hop on the worm at all?
0: I did it. Uh, I mean, not this summer. I did it for fun. I think it was like a, a year and a half ago. I really enjoy it. Actually, it's pretty fun because it's you need to make sure that everybody's on the same line and there's like communication in the team. Because if if some, I mean, if one people in the team mess it up, you can, I mean, their their is gonna go down for sure on the floor. Uh, so I I mean, I pretty like it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned that there's a lot of you know you're all doing the same workout and everyone helps you through and things like that. Are is there is there a chance that you can sort of push yourself too hard? um and and how do you sort of balance that like challenging yourself but not getting to the point where you're going to hurt yourself because you're just go 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 all the
0: time um I mean I don't think so it just I mean for me personally it was it was it was really helpful because I mean when we do games prep it's eye volume training for like two months and you put your I mean you I will say like for me like from now until let's say like may there's no like competition season like i'm just training to get, to put myself in a better place for the games and but when you f- fall into the game prep, there's like a, a switch in your mind that you flip and you want to crush every workout you want to feel at your best every time but it's impossible i mean you're tired when it's friday at the end of the week and you've been training for the last four days for sure your body is sore it's tired And there's no way you can be a hundred percent. You're going to give your hundred percent, but there's no way your body can be a hundred percent. And for me, it was really helpful to be with those people and my friend, because we were all, I mean, everybody was on the same boat. So if I was training with Haley or Rose, Rich, I mean, everybody in the barn and they're pushing hard, it's giving me like the energy and the power in my mind, in my mind and myself to push harder, to keep with them, or maybe sometimes take the lead and, try to push down so it's i mean for me it was just like a huge let's let's say like a tool would really helped me to get through it just to to get through my game spread and in my last three years of the game spread it was probably my best my best one and the one that was fitting the best so yeah
2: so were you saying you're feeling pretty healthy going into the games
0: oh yeah 100 percent So last year, you were
1: in the games, but it wasn't really the games, right? Your rookie season was more of an online competition, um, and then they only took five. You finished top 10, but last year, they only took five. So this was really your first time in person
0: at the games. Uh, Technically, I was there in 2019. Okay. 2019 was my first game. I finished 35th, and last year was my second year. I mean – I don't really count it as a, as a game because just like you said, it was online and it was kind of like I will not say that I mean, obviously, it's kind of like a shit show a little bit, like with COVID and everything it was kind of boring being online and that was kind of like, I don't know two days of competition, seven seven workouts I don't think it was enough to make that top five uh, really what it, what it was um, so I don't count last year as a games for me, like, I mean I did the CrossFit Games stage one online, but on paper, but for me, it wasn't like a real game. So for me, twenty twenty one this year was my second real crossover games.
1: And so you go, you go there. What were your expectations? You know, after finishing tenth in the online, and again because Canada was on lockdown, you did all of the pre um, the pre game stuff online again. What were yep. your expectations for this in person
0: competition? Uh, so for. I mean, for me this year at the Games, my goal was to step on on that podium. Uh, Physically, I've never been that fit before. Uh, Mentally, I was more prepared than everybody, I'm probably sure. Uh, I had the chance to work with my good friends, Jim Hansel from Man Mindset the last year, and I think that's the thing that really changed me as an athlete in the last year. Uh, I got sick at the Games because of the leg, so shit happened, and my year ended up not the way I wanted It was probably, I don't, I wouldn't, I would not say it was the worst game I'm, I'm probably going to have in my life because maybe I don't know in the future, I mean, I may have not like that luck and I don't break my elbow like Brookwell's. I'm probably sure that is the worst thing that can happen for you at the games, but um, I don't think it would be, I don't, I would, I would not say was be my best uh, experience is at the games just because, I mean, I have a big goal. I set myself a big goal for this year. And just because I got sick, uh, because the lake is not clean, it stopped totally my competition weekend. So I it's was pretty rough on me because I trained super hard. I made a lot of huge sacrifice in the last year. And everything has to stop just because I got sick. So yeah, it was kind of it kinda of sucked.
1: So since you mentioned the lake, let's let's go through the the workouts. The first one was swim paddle. Yep. Um do you think you, you drank a lot of the water? Did you get caught up in the mass start?
0: Honestly, I, I don't remember it. Like it's hard to say. I mean, we're working now. I don't I don't remember feeling it that I have some water who came in my mouth while I was swimming. But at some point we swim for a mile. So there's for sure some water who at least touched my lips or whatever came in my mouth a little bit, even if I didn't drink it. So it's, at the, I mean, at the beginning, I was really thinking it was maybe like a food poisoning, something like that. But we went, after two days, there's like eight other athletes than me who also got sick. So everybody came at the end like, all right, for sure, is that stupid lake again? Because every year people get got sick from the lake. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't remember it, but probably, I mean, probably.
1: And... So that wasn't really your best event either, right? Well, you did
0: 14. So I mean, for for me that was a huge victory. (laughs) I was super happy with that. Uh, I've been working a lot of my swim the last year, and I was excited to test it just because I didn't we didn't have the chance to compete uh, for the last year after uh, before that. So I, I didn't really know where I was with my swim games and. I finished a workout 14 and my coach told me I went out of the water 17, I think. So for me, that was a huge victory. I mean, all right. I mean, my swimming game is way better than before. So I was pretty happy with that.
1: Were you excited about the
0: kayak? Yeah. I mean, I have one at home, so I'm not doing it every day. I'm just doing it for fun with friends and family, but uh, yeah, I was excited. I was hoping for like, I would like to see, uh more like a racing kayak if you want like those one was those like the one you can i mean everybody can jump on that kayak and do it because it's so large i was hoping for something maybe like so we can race a little bit more because it was so hard to catch people in the kayak but no it was a cool that was a cool event
1: okay then the second event you actually did really well in yeah um and that was the uh the sled drag pig flip
0: muscle up so I was really, I mean, I was more than prepared for that workout. Uh, I think we did three variations of it in the barn. And I would say the three variation of we did in the barn was harder than the one at the games. So when I saw this workout, I mean, we know uh, it was muscle but We didn't know it was like ring, bar. And so at the bar we did three of them. So the first one we did bar muscle. The second one we did ring. And the third one we did both. So, and we the pig flip was actually way harder in the barn. So when I flipped my first one on the field, I was like, oh, this one is way easier than the one at on the barn, so I can go faster. So I was just feeling confident inside of the workout. And yeah, I wish I was with Pat on the last e, so I can race with him, but it is what way it is. Uh, what so, kind of shoes so that were you is, wearing?
1: Oh.
0: Uh, I was wearing Reebok,
1: yeah. <laughs> so you got a nice little bonus there too?
0: Yeah, a little bit.
2: So would you say that was basically for you a gymnastics workout
0: then uh i mean i think there's i mean for me the artist part was i mean i'm really good at muscle up. i'm not bad at muscle up. i'm really good at it so but the workout for me was there i mean the pig was i would not say easy but it was pretty easy for me the sled was just like i'm probably sure if i was in the same heat of pad i will have to push the sled a little bit harder because i was like kind of just walking fast with it. But, the, I mean, the gain of the workout was on the muscle-up. And for me, I'm pretty good at it. So I was trying to go it a bit faster than what I thought. And, but for some other people in the field, the pig was a problem. So, it's I mean, it depends for each uh, for each athlete in the field. For me, yeah, the, I mean, the, where the muscle up, the, where the workout was, it was not the muscle-up.
1: So then you moved into the sprint.
0: Yep. And
1: uh, from what I'm hearing, you didn't get a lot of time between – Event two and event
0: three. No. I will I would say like an hour, I think. And in that hour, we have to walk through the starting line and everything. So I don't know, maybe like a 45 minute rest between. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that and, rest uh, was outside, right? You were in the sun. Yep. Yeah. I mean, thank God this that day, I think this it was like pretty cloudy outside. It wasn't like it was hot, but it wasn't like huge sun for the whole day. So but it was still hot outside. And uh, that was a fun one actually. I really like it. It was not by I think I finished like 19-20 in the workout. I don't remember, but that was a pretty nice one. It was like it was fun to see every athlete who were talking to each other. Like, hey, I mean, what pace should we hold on on that? I mean, I don't know. And when the first eight starts. Everybody just starts printing the whole thing. So everybody was like, all right, it is what it is. I mean, go hot out. And if you can hold on, you you hold on. So that was a fun one to do. Yeah, I really like it.
1: When people don't really train 500 meters, they train 400, 800. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So what was that extra 100
0: like? Uh, I mean, just like you can think, it was bad. Uh, I mean, if I take my experience personally, I just, I started, I will say I started way too. I mean, if you ask me to do that same workout on the track, I will start a little bit slower and try to finish harder. But in that situation, when everybody's starting fast, if you don't start fast, you're going to miss the boat at the end. So I just start with following every athlete. And for me, the pace was maybe a little bit too fast. So the last hundred meter was terrible. <laughs> uh, I saw two or three guys like on my side at, like 50 meters to go that we were like four on the same line trying to cross that finish line. And that was a cool feeling though. Like, I really like it. Like just being like, was feeling like, you know, when you're kids and you're like doing like three laps of biking for time, like a, like a little race with your friends, was kind of the same thing. We're all like dying on the same line, trying to cross the finish line and then to win. Uh, so no, the feeling was nice. It was a good workout. Uh, for sure. The leg after that was like, I have a huge pump in my legs. And, but yeah, no, that was cool.
1: And then you finished the day
0: in the Coliseum
1: with the wall walk and thruster, kind of a throwback to the open uh, with yep. a little bit heavier thruster.
0: Um, yep. What did you think going into that event? Uh, it's probably one of the hardest, hardest workout that I've done in my life. Uh, Not like, I mean, muscle endurance talking, like I was dying. I was so tired after that workout. Heart rate was fine. I wasn't like a cardio workout, uh, but I was really, really tired and exhausted after that workout. It was terrible. And I didn't like the wall walks, not because I'm not good at it. I'm not, I'm not that bad. It just, I don't think the standard that they put at the game was fair for everybody. Like every man have the same line. So guys like Fikowski and Bikiji who have longer arms, the wall walk was taking like two steps instead of three and four for like guys like me. So I don't think it was fair on the competition uh, side, but the workout was really good.
1: And it's kind of come out since the games that the air conditioning
0: was not working that night in the Coliseum. Oh my God, that was terrible. And I remember telling Rich, and Haley, uh, uh, hey guys, bring 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 a towel on the floor because I remember after my, after my first ten reps of wall walks, every time I was trying to push on the on, on the on the floor, I was sliding. Like I was, the floor was all wet, and because the first he uh, did it before us, it was terrible. It was it was actually super bad. So, but at the same time, we we're all like when we did a workout, everybody was in the same boat. Like everybody, floor was wet. So it wasn't like just, "Oh, my lane was not good, not every every lane was terrible, so yeah, and uh, but no, I remember telling that, bring a towel and make sure you're gonna like clean your floor and clean your hand before you start because you're gonna fall, and yep. So that night, when, when did the illness from the lake kind of set in? So that was what. This day was Wednesday commission, So I was feeling great on Wednesday. Thursday morning, I mean, I slept for like 10 hours and I slept super good. But I wake up on Thursday morning and I was like feeling so tired. Like I was like, what the heck? I mean, I just slept so well. Slept for 10 hours. I hit a lot in the day. So I was like, right. maybe I'm just, my body's like trying to recovering, recover from yesterday. Um, so in the morning, I, w- I was tired, but not feeling that bad. I remember being at a camper with everybody uh, in the afternoon, we were watching a movie and I was not feeling great. I was like, what's happening? I, I mean, I w- didn't really eat in the day and I was trying to eat and nothing was like, everything was like, no, uh, no, I don't want it. And I remember being going to bed pretty early on Thursday night and around 1130 midnight from Thursday to Friday morning. Uh, that's where I start twer- touring up myself. <laughs> so I, I threw up at like midnight, wake up again like an hour and a half later, threw up again until 5.30. I well, probably threw up like five to six times from midnight to 5 a.m. So okay. at 5 a.m., I was like, all right, I need to do something. I'm competing in seven hours. Uh, so I wake up my coach, my friends, we went to the medical team on the game site around 6, 5.36, they put me on IV. I throw up again, and they keep me on IV for like three, almost three to four hours. I think it was pretty long, and maybe not that long, but it was pretty long. And they give me a couple of things to eat, uh, to, uh, ingest, ingest, for my stomach so I can stop throwing up. Only uh, I, I leave the medical team at like nine thirty. I've been in the warmer period at ten. In my work, I was like at eleven fifteen. So, you can imagine going in the sun where it's super hot, do a CrossFit workout at the games without eating, without sleeping, and chewing up yourself. Uh, That wasn't fun. That was really not a cool experience to do. Um, I remember being on the top of the rope at my second round of the workout. I have to hold on for like five seconds because I just blackout out and I can't see anything on the floor. I'm like, I'm going to fall. I'm going to die. So, yeah. It's it sucks. It was really bad, um, but now I'm like, I mean, I've been talking with my friend Jim, and I'm, at some point, I, we came at the end like I did what I can on that on that situation, but I can't control anything about it. It sucks, but it is what it is for this year.
2: Did you ever consider like stopping during the weekend? Uh,
0: so after that work, after this key rope climb workout. Uh, I almost pass out. I remember the, the doctor after that, in roller perio, she bring me ice. I probably lay down like 30 minutes with my legs on the box for like, yeah, for like 30 minutes because I was like white as a ghost <laughs> mm-hmm. and they were trying to give me Gatorade. But I, after every time I was trying to drink something, I was just feeling my stomach wanting like to throw up again. So I probably lay down for like 30 minutes. I mean, and in that 30 minutes, I mean, I, I have like probably hundred thoughts about should I quit? Should I stop what I'm doing? Should I keep going? Uh, what I'm doing right now? After that, there's like all the side of like, um, it's, it sucks. The frustration. I was sad. I was mad. I was like those, all those emotions at the same time. So it was kind of hard to, um, feel and try to live on the moment when everything happened at the same time. And, so after that, they announced us that we were going to the college gym. So I was like, all right, maybe it's like a quick cross workout or just like a skills workout, so I'm not going to have to push myself too hard. So we walked, through, we walked through there and now they announced the clean ladder. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm done. There's no way I can clean that workout, uh, that barbell. So I, I sat down, uh, start drinking like a Pedialyte. It's the only thing I can, my body was like, oh, it feels good right now. And I was talking with my coach and Royce and they were like, you know, you know what? I mean, we all know that you're a fighter. So just, just go on the floor and do what you can. Just do what you can. I'm like, Oh my God. All right. <laughs> so I tried to warm up and I, I swear, I only touched a 135 pound barbell in the warm-up. Like just picking up that 135 pound barbell was like hard. And it was, I was sore everywhere. Uh, I was sweating in the warm-up area and I was doing nothing. Like you can see that like my body was like fighting something. So I remember I went on the floor for the first clean ladder. Uh, I remember being on my lane before we start and I'm looking at my right and I'm telling everybody, Hey guys, I'm going to go on the left. So just pass me on the right. I'm not running. Like, <laughs> I don't want to like be in the way of everybody. So we start, I start jogging really slow on the left. Everyone's passing me. I'm just like kind of walking fast, jogging, trying to do the workout. Uh, find out that I'm, I've been able to clean some barbell in that workout. Um, came back in the warm-up area after that for the second clean ladder with the barbell was way heavier. Uh, so we had like an hour. So I just fall asleep. And my body was too tired, so I just fall asleep. And I don't know if you saw my last post like two days ago, but I just, I explained what happened. But 10 minutes before the workout, Royce wake me up. He's like, hey, buddy, we're going in 10 minutes. I'm like, bro, I, I don't want to quit, but I don't have a choice right now. There's no way I can clean that 325 pound barbell. And he just grabbed me on the shoulder and said, "Now you're going to take that Gatorade, you're going to chug it, put your shoes back on, and you're going to come with me on that floor. It's just another workout like the barn we did the last month. And I don't know how I did that, but I went on the floor and I finished the whole workout. I was like, it's probably one of the best moments of my life in CrossFit. Honestly, it was not because it's my best. I mean, my result is not good. If I had to do that workout, like in my 100% of my capacity, I will be top 10 for sure because it's so good for me. But I was so proud of myself being on that floor with being super sick and fighting that and being, and just go through that workout and being able to see Royce cheering for me at the finish line, hugging him and just telling him, thanks for that, bro. It's, it's something that if I want to pay for that, it would be impossible to pay for an experience like that. And so I had the chance to live it. And it was like probably one of, just like I said, one of the best experiences I can live in my life in CrossFit. Um, so for the next five minutes after that, I was feeling like kind of like a little hype. And after that, my buddy <laughs> just hit the wall. That was like the like the knockout of the crust of the crust workout in my body, like on, the, on my nervous system. My all my body just shut down. I start sweating, like I have some fever. Fall asleep for two hours and a half. Uh, I've been able to eat a little bit of bagel. That's the only thing my body was like. Oh, that's pretty good right now. And they've announced the sprint workouts. So I was like, all right, I'm done. It's I mean, I'm gonna try, but. I remember being on the bike for the first 21 cal, and I actually told my mind, Oh, that's, I'm pretty, I'm going fast. Actually it's not bad. And I just saw everybody finishing seven cal in front of me. (laughs) I was like, no, I'm not fast. Finally, (laughs) I'm not pretty fast. Uh, So yeah, the last workout was really not fun. I remember being on the bike and I was just thinking about, I can't wait to quit the floor. (laughs) I just, I just want to go to my bed. I just want to go to relax And yeah, but it's as bad as it can be on that day. I think for me, it was a pretty good one mentally just to fight through this and being able to stay in the game and try to fight through it. I think it's a huge victory and I have to, it's been something that's really uh, hard for me mentally just to go back in training right now. I'm like, I don't know, should I go back next year? There's like all those questions that like as an athlete that we are asking ourselves because it's. I mean just training hot, hot, really hard for that this year and not being able to compete because I, I was sick it's been like really hard mentally and i remember being on the bike and after that workout saying to myself all right it's done i'm done it's not fun it's not cool anymore and all those negative thoughts. but at the same time i think it's normal because i mean yeah it's my life and I remember my friend Jim telling me, "Hey, you know what you're lucky you're have you're having crossing games every year. imagine being a lay- olympian guy or girl whos tr- who are training for four years and they're going there and everything mess i mean and shit happen for them. They're worse than you, like you're lucky you have a crossing games next year next year they don't they don't have a-, a next Olympic. they have to wait four years every time so I mean yeah, yeah. so there's like all those positive negative thoughts." Uh, came at the same time and that was like a shitload of emotions
1: <laughs> well I have, I have two quick questions one one's more of a statement i love yeah. everybody we've talked to their favorite moment from the games has not been their best finish and just yeah. like you talked about uh, that clean ladder getting to finish it in the condition you were was your favorite moment i just thought that was really cool and it's just an observation i had the other one is did your stomach feel better upside down because you did do that handstand walk, handstand walk course pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. Um, honestly, if I was feeling good, I will win the workout. There's no way I can lose that. It's so good for me. I'm like, I don't know why, but answer walk is like, I don't know, like I can do it every day, every time. And like, it's, I don't know. I'm so good at it. So when I, they've announced that workout, I was like, all right, it's gonna take me at least—I was in my mind—two minutes, so I can push hard. And if I have to throw up on the floor, I'll throw up. I mean, at some point, I just want to win the thirteen thousand dollars at the end. <laughs> so <laughs> that
2: would have been awesome if you threw up on the floor. That would have been a first for me. Yeah, so.
0: I was—I was open enough, but at some point, I was like, "All right." And when I finished the first section, when I—I I mean, I did the uh, the first section of i um, Broken." When I turned around, I remember my stomach was like. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Stands like, and I just went to the second section and yeah, uh, that was a cool moment, but yeah. I wasn't, uh, I don't know. It wasn't like a that workout of instant walk. It's not like a cross workout. It's just a skills. You're not like out of breath. You're not, I mean, you're, your shoulder are tired, but you're not like dying on the floor. You're not pushing yourself hundred percent. It's just like, can you walk on your hands with obstacle or not? It's, just, it's not like it was, I don't know, like, bike instant walk something with shoulder and you come back it wasn't like a crossword workout it was more like who practiced those instant obstacles since the original that's it
1: so they do the cuts friday night you make it through that first set of cuts yep and you have to get up saturday morning
0: yeah were you
1: feeling any better saturday morning
0: yeah uh, i was feeling better yeah uh, i mean way better than friday not perfect like just like i hate one slice of pizza on friday night that's it i tried to eat some ice cream because it was like kind of cold and it's light to heat and when i was trying to eat my ice cream i was like no no there's something i mean i I know what what it was but every time i was trying to eat something my body was like nope nope can't take that and i remember it took me like 15 minutes to to eat one slice of pizza and the only thing I did after that was drinking a lot of Gatorade. That's the only thing I I probably drink like five Gatorade in like two hours in my hotel rooms. And that's it. I wasn't able to eat something. So I was feeling better, but I didn't eat anything in the last almost two days. So my body was like mentally, I was better. Physically, I was a little better, but I have no energy. And I was really surprised to do that well in that running workout in the situation I was, it was, it blew my mind. When I'm thinking about it, the way I run, I probably never run that fast before in the workout and be, being able to just push the pace every time to the workout and make sure that I'm doing everything I can to make that final, my final cut. Just also being able to be present in my mind in that workout, I was like, what's happening right now? It's not normal. And so I was pretty happy with my efforts on that one. Well, I know when my stomach hurts, the one thing I want to do is 90 toes to bar. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, actually the toes to bar wasn't that bad. It was kind of the break (laughs) for us. Uh, But Yeah.
2: I have, I have some logistical questions for you over the weekend. So did at any point in time, did you have to get tested for COVID with like your fever and when you started to get sick and getting medical treatment? Was that a uh, thing?
0: Yeah, I, did, I mean, they test me in the medical clinic uh, when I went mm-hmm. in the morning just to make sure it wasn't COVID. Uh, so I test negative and that's it. Yeah, I have to test one time after that.
2: Did that ever cross your mind or did, were you pretty sure it was like a uh, GI issue from the, from the water?
0: I don't think it was COVID. I'm probably sure I got COVID like a year ago. So and after that, when I saw everybody was sick, like Emily Roof and Sunshine Swinney, everybody was sick also. I was like, all right, for sure the lake. I mean, it's we talk about that after that the athlete, it's kind of sucked that they're not changing that every year because it's for the last few years, people have been sick from the from the lake, and they're still making us swim in the lake. And now I know there's some uh people who wants to do something about it for next year because it doesn't make any sense like there's a pool 10 close from the venue there's another right. lake at, tw- at 20 minutes that we everybody know that it's clean so there's another way to make us swim in the games than swimming in that sorry for my language for, for that stupid not clean lake
2: yeah and you guys have like an athlete council or something right like i thought that yeah. was a, you know yeah collective- i mean
0: I'm re- yeah i'm really crossing my finger that there's something's going to happen for next year because it doesn't make any sense. And well, hopefully
2: we keep talking about it. And, you know, I know I bring it up kind of <laughs> ad nauseum to yeah. no pun intended um, to sort of make it clear. I mean, I've, you know, I said something on Instagram a couple of weeks ago about who else got sick. And I think it's important that, you know, I'm not trying to shit on CrossFit at all, but I think it's important to sort of bring these stories to light because, you know, it does yeah. make a difference. And I, I want you guys, you know, that reason for you to, have had the finish that you had at the CrossFit games like that's not how it's supposed to go. And I know it's completely out of your control but it seemed like to a certain extent it could have been prevented. Um yeah. and that's kind of for me what's hard to swallow. Um I want to ask yeah. you too is, did your partner ever have morning sickness?
0: My uh, Royce?
2: Yeah. No. No. You're, your baby mama partner. Oh, oh
0: no. Uh, no, no, she's fine. She's totally fine.
2: She never did. I was going to say, at least you could, she could, you know, you could... That's exactly what morning sickness feels like coming from oh. a woman that had it. It's like your body tells you, you start to eat something or think about eating something. Your body's like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. No, yeah. You can't do
0: that. No, no, she's fine. And uh, yeah. I'm also about oh. the lake. If I'm being tol- to- to- totally honest with you guys is if, every- if it was everybody, like not everybody, but if there was some other people in the field, I'm not going to say any name, but bigger name, let's say that, if their bigger name will be sick from the lake, I'm probably sure something will change next year. But because people got sick, like me, I'm not saying that I'm not a big athlete, but I'm not the famous one in the field. And but if people with bigger name will be sick from the lake, I'm probably sure we will not swim in the lake next year. But right. because it, but it you, didn't happen you- this year,
2: yeah, we'll but see. you have some connections to some big
0: names. No, I know. It's you just, know, so like, imagine if Tia will after draw this year from the games because she's sick because she swim in the lake. Imagine just all the reaction from the fans and people okay. on Instagram. I mean, CrossFit will have no choice this year to do something else. But because it didn't happen, I mean, I will see next year because I'm I'm gonna believe it when they're gonna announce it. Um, until that, I'm not gonna believe anything.
1: Well, I just want it clear, Sam, that there is no bigger name than you to this podcast.
0: There
1: you, go. <laughs> you are our guy.
0: <laughs> Thank you, guys.
1: Um, and we will do all we can to keep uh, hounding about the quality of water, because uh, I think, as I've said it in other podcasts, this is about finding the fittest, not survival of the fittest.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, why do we have there. to swim anyway? Can we just not swim one year? That's okay. <laughs> I How think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think swimming is a big part of fitness, personally, but there's a way for sure to find something else than the lake. So yeah, the pool, yeah. whatever. We didn't have these is. issues
2: in California either. It didn't seem like when we were doing the ocean swim. Um, yeah. you know, maybe I mean, a little bit of sickness from salt water, but not like, you know, bacteria. <laughs>
0: I still say they should do that swim bar muscle up one they did. That year, I really, I hope they're gonna bring that back. That would be nice. It would be a nice redo to do. And uh, yeah, yeah, it sucks for this year, but it is what it is right now. And I'm just trying to get over it and try to focus on next year. So, So is Jim helping you with that with that part of it? Kind of this back half of it. Like, do you still talk with Jim and kind of on the mental side of it? Oh yeah, yeah. every day. I mean, not every day, but I'm having a call with Jim every week for sure. Even if it's not just about this year, it's about, I would say that Jim changed my life and changed a part of who I am as a, as a human being and really changed my mind and myself in the, and the CrossFit athlete that I am. And Because if that situation of this year would happen to me two years ago, I will not probably talk to you today. <laughs> I, will, I will still be pissed about it and I will be super mad and I will put my energy at some plays, there's like it's a it's like losing time, but because of him and all the work that I did with him, it's I mean it's like a Sam 2.0. and I'm able to control my emotion and my frustration about that. And it still sucks, and I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes, like just this yesterday morning, I was doing a rowing piece, and I was like, in my rowing workout, I was still thinking about this year. Sometimes so I'm like, it's. It's hard for me sometimes just to like shift the gear, and just like, all right, it's done, put on the side, because it's part of my, I mean, it's it's my job. It's part of who I am, being an athlete. So it's for sure like when shit like that happens, it's it's hard to just get over it. But I'm I'm getting better at it and trying to stay positive and motivated for next year. Mm-hmm
2: part of part of what Jim does with with his folks is he helps you to establish those sort of core values yeah. that are you know specific to you, and it makes like decision making really easy because it's just the things that you're deciding or making choices on either align with your core values or they don't align with your core values. would Would you be comfortable sharing with us some of your core values that you've established uh, as working with Jim?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, I mean, the first one is family. Family is important. And when I'm saying family is not just like uh, my partner and my baby is like friends, uh, family, like the man family, uh, my parents, my closest friends and everybody in the like I can count as a friend or close friends and for I will do everything for them. Like if like I will die for one if my best friend have Cancer and needs a lung. I will give my like, I will, I will start my career right now and get, get, do everything for him. It's there is CrossFit is important in my life, but family, it's like, it's way more important. There's family is there for all my life. CrossFit is a part of my life. I don't know if it makes sense for you, but uh, for me, it's yeah, I will do everything for them and they're always first. Yeah. I will do like the Vin Diesel. Of me like family first every time <laughs> and uh yeah so for me family is really important um generosity is one of mine also i like to give to people so um if i can help anybody with crossfit the way i can i will do it for free um yeah it's there's a lot of people who came in my garage sometimes i know i train with at the gym and they're just coming to my house and I'm coaching them for free because they want some cue with snatch or clean injury. I'm doing it not because I, I feel that I have to, but it's just some, like it's part of who I am. And if I can share my experience in CrossFit and CrossFit games with other people and can, if I can help other like young athletes to make it happen and make them believe in themselves, I will do it because I know I have some problem with when I was younger. So, yeah, there's something also that's really important for me. I love it. Thanks.
1: So So, going into next year, what are, are you resetting priorities or are you just going with those core values and setting up what you're going to do
0: going into next season? Uh, right now I'm still trying to figure it out what I'm going to do next year. Um, I want to, I want to compete for sure. It just, I have some decisions to make for the upcoming years. I'm winning a baby girl in October and I have some decision to do not 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 difficult decision but i have some decision decision to do uh in the near future like as a competition like i wanted to go compete in dubai and everything this year but i'm not sure yet if i'm going to be able to go and if i if it's really something that i have to do um but yeah i guess i'm still trying to figure out what i'm going to do next year
1: as part of that decision moving to cookville maybe
0: uh, that's something I would like to do. I can't move there like permanently, but for sure, I'm, I want to pass more time next year in Cookville. So I would say like when the open start, I'm probably going to be in Cookville for a long time until the games and I'll come back for sure in Canada to see my family. They're going to come with me also in Cookville a couple of times. Um, but yeah, for sure, I'm going to pass more time in the U S.
1: What's become obvious that real estate is pretty cheap in Cookville, you could probably bring the whole family down for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the goal. That's the plan. It's just we need to. There's a couple of things to, to to plan to and to figure out to make sure like we can do it and it's not going to affect anybody. Like, I don't. I mean, the thing is, if I'm bringing the whole family, uh, at some point the grandparents going to miss their little kids. <laughs> So this like this this kind of stuff we have to uh, play with and I don't want to bring my whole f- family if I'm just training full time also like it's it's not fun for them. They're, they have nothing I mean there's nothing to do in Cookville instead of training. It's not like they, it was like Disneyland <laughs> and so it's yeah, but well, I, I mean like, – I mean,
2: And like you yeah. said, Sam, you know CrossFit is not you know, a 40, 50 year endeavor either, you know, oh, yeah. your career has got sort of, you know, a timeline to it, a short time frame. So I understand the, the not wanting to sort of uproot everybody for, you know, maybe a year two years, what have you. Now it could be that, you know, you become a coach and, be, you know, other things develop and, and CrossFit does become more, you know, of a long-term part of your life. But I, I imagine that those sure. Decisions yeah. are quite
0: difficult. Yeah. And I'm super lucky because she's, I mean, everybody and my girlfriend also, she really support me a lot and she understands what I'm doing It, So it's, I mean, they're going to come for me with me for sure. A couple of times in Cokeville, but when it's going to be like game spread again, like this year, I will probably like, I will, I would like to be more alone in Cokeville than and knowing that they're here with their family, with the family, everything, and she have everything that she needs because when I'm in games prep, like just like I said, like I, there's like for me, like the games prep is like a, um, a fighter prep first fight, like a couple months before, there's like a switch that I flip. And I'm not the best human being when I'm in games prep. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, if I'm honest, I'm probably like a, I'm not saying Very that selfish, I'm selfish, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm selfish. Oh, yeah. And I don't like to being selfish. Like if I'm training in my garage and I know they're in the, in the house, and it's 6 p.m., I don't like being in the garage because I'm training for games. I don't like it because the only thing I have in my mind is they're waiting for me at home. But if I'm in Cookville, like, they're not waiting for me. I'm not coming back tonight. So I can be more in my mind, my, my, more in my zone. But, yeah, it's being selfish. So, it's yeah, sometimes it's hard, but I have to do it if I want to be the best.
1: And you really seem to develop a, a quite a relationship with Royce. Um, yeah. Almost like a brotherly type of a relationship. Oh, yeah. I, did you I wish, just did you just meet him in person recently?
0: I mean, I met him a month before the games when he came in uh, in Cookville. I mean, we talk a bunch on Instagram for the last year. We've been talking probably like once a week, but I never had the chance to meet him in person. But no, Royce is the best human being alive. He's the best. I I never seen someone like that. He's always smiling. He's never complaining. Uh, not like me, I'm always complaining, but, um, <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, even if, I mean, I remember some Saturday afternoon, we were tra- doing g- game spread. Everybody, even Rich was like, my God, I'm so, I'm tired. I don't want to do that. And Rose was like, no, let's do it. It's fun. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I could be like that. And now he's the best. He's so fun. He talked a lot. I love like listening, listening to him. He's talk a lot and he always like, have like that, that little story for everything and so it's so good and i love him i wish i can just like like close my eyes do that oh i'm in australia with him oh i'm going back to canada yeah. and yeah i'm gonna miss him for sure yeah
1: yeah it really seemed like he became like almost a big brother to you
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: 100 percent. and that's really cool that that's the stuff that's that's what great that's what's great about crossfit outside the competition those bonds oh, you yeah. form with others I, well, I, it doesn't
2: happen in other sports either, really. You know, you, I don't know of many other sports where competitors,
0: yeah. you know, the, become friends. Yeah, I will agree with you guys. I mean, there's, when I was playing hockey, I have a couple of friends who were playing with other teams. But being bros like that, like super close. And honestly, if I have to finish second on the podium when you're in the games and Royce is first, I would be super happy for Royce. I would not even be mad. So it's, I don't, yeah, it's, it's pretty special like what CrossFit is doing. And I think it's the best thing about CrossFit. Uh, It's not the sport, it's not the fitness, it's the people that you met and the friendship that you create with CrossFit. It's so, it's, it's incredible actually. Yeah.
1: Well, Sam, I'm just so glad you spent some time with us. Uh, You're one of our favorites. You've got a great skill set. I wish we could have seen it on display. Uh, You're always my, my pick uh, to kind of surprise people and take the podium. Um, And uh, hopefully you get to do that next year. Yeah. We want to see more of it. We
0: want to see more. I I will do it guys. It's a promise.
2: Awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us and I'm sure we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me guys.
0: Yeah. Take care of yourself.
1: You too. Thank you so much for listening to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends in partnership with The Morning Chalk Up. Please consider giving us a five-star rating and leaving us a review. It really helps our podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.